Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. My guest today is the super talented singer-songwriter, Megan Trainer. It is so hard to make it as a musician. The music industry is extremely competitive, but Megan has broken out as a major star. Her debut single, All About That Bass, reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, and in 2016, she won the Grammy for Best New Artist. Because she has accomplished so much in a really challenging industry, I wanted to ask her about her lessons for success and staying true to yourself. Plus, she's a new mother, and so I wanted to hear about how her and her husband are adjusting to life as parents. She is a ray of sunshine, a beautiful person, and full of thoughtful advice. I love this conversation so much, and I hope you do too. I am freaking the fuck out. Yeah, because I love you. Stop! No way. Uh, yeah, and I and I love you from TikTok. So, oh my, I, <laughs> you're on my page every day. I love it. That's so funny. All the stupid what beauty stuff and the dumb. Yes, stuff. it's so good. That's so funny. It's so funny. Well, we'll talk about your career and how things happen intentionally and accidentally. But that was literally not something that was supposed to be 
successful. It was just something I don't know how to do. And I thought like there's a lot of BS in the beauty business. So I just started and I was shocked that it got a response. So that's interesting that you're one of the people. <laughs> it's so good and so helpful. Thank you for what well, you I do. Saw, I saw you on um, the show with Kevin Hart with your husband. Like, Oh, what wow. Was that? Yeah. What was that the show? Celebrity, and I remember ce- getting oh, to know you there. I was on the show actually with my older brother here. Come say hi, brother. Wow. The celebrity oh, game phase. Right. Yeah, because it was like siblings. Hi, That's my bro. Oh, hi. How are you? Nice yeah. to meet you. He's checking my volumes for me. He's great. Isn't that random? That like that's where because I mean obviously you're me. you're you're a singer. Oh really? And so I know of your songs, so but to I got a little sense of your personality then. Yeah, that yeah, show. yeah. That was a that was a lot of fun. And I love doing stuff like that because then people get to know your personality better. Exactly. Um, and you're from Massachusetts. Yes, I'm a Massachusetts girl. I'm from um Cape Cod, but I was born and raised on Nantucket. But I went to high school in Cape Cod. Well, um, my fiance's family—he's been—he's had a home in Nantucket for for decades, and so we're there a wow. lot. We'll be there this summer, really. And we have a, yeah, so we'll be there a couple times this summer, and we um, have a place in uh, Massachusetts, also like near Boston. Wow, so nice. Yeah. And I haven't brought my husband out there at all, just because, really? like, well, like COVID and all that, but also traveling there—you know—it's a whole pain day in and yeah. <laughs> pain in the ass, and and also the people there, like. They weren't really good at um, the transition from me, just like the hometown girl, to being a celebrity. Like they didn't, it didn't feel, it, it wasn't comfortable going home. Interesting. Yeah. Really? Because yeah. it's very local, like locals in it's places so like local, that are different. It's so local. You don't lock your cars or your house. So people were just walking in. And my parents owned a jewelry store. So, so when I would go visit them at the store or if I would come off the boat and walk into the store because it was right there, it turned into a meet and greet. And even my dad didn't know how to handle it. And he'd be like, line on up. And I'd be like, I have to pee. And he'd be like, right. come on in. She's here. And I was like, okay. Well, so. that's a concentrated town. So if you go in there, it's going to be a public appearance. Yeah. And then it's like text this person and they all show up. And it was a three-hour day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and where do you live now? I live now in uh, California, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, wow. How do you like that? I love it. I love the weather. I think it's it's like vacation compared to, you know, back at home. And I, I never get freezing. And um, I love seeing palm trees. I didn't get to see palm trees growing up, you know. So right. it feels like I'm on vacation all the time. Well, your career, I, I read about your career and its trajectory. And I wonder, did you feel like there was that moment of instant success? Or for you, you feel like it really was a gradual climb and a lot of uncertainty and you know self-doubt I was so young that I felt like it was overnight success because and and everyone's like yeah but you've been writing since you were 13 in your bedroom and I'm like yeah but at 19 uh, like at 17 I signed a publishing deal in high school I left at lunchtime to sign a deal so I was like I'm gonna be a songwriter then like a year and a half into that I wrote all about that bass and I had no other cuts. No one wanted my songs. I had nothing. And uh, Epic Records heard all about that bass and was like, well, whoever's singing it, just go sign her and let her be the artist. And which was like a dream of mine, but I didn't think anyone believed in me like that. So when, right. they, when they called, I was like, me? My, I remember being like my face and they're like that face. And then all about the bass came out. I was embarrassed of the music video. I was like, oh my God, all my East Coast friends are going to see this and laugh at me that I'm in a bright dress. And then um, it blew up and I was like, oh, cry. Like, 
oh Christ, it's gonna be huge. And then Justin Bieber remixed it and I was like, oh my God, what am I gonna do now? And then I had to like go be a pop star and, and it felt like overnight and I was like thrown into red carpets and I was like, I'm blind. I'll never forget my first red carpet. It was crazy. And are you on, do you feel like you, do you, did you feel, because a lot of it is you feel like you're a hometown girl. So do you feel like you sold out? Like you betrayed where you came from in some way? Is that you just brought that <laughs> no, up? No, I thought, you I know? think, no, I think I made them proud. They were like stoked, you know? I think they were like, wow, someone from this little island can make it all the way on the other side and nice. go to the Grammys. Yeah, it was like everyone was watching, you know? It was a very cool moment. That's nice. That's so yeah. nice. Um, do you feel comfortable with fame? Did you feel comfortable then? And do you feel comfortable now? Um, I I, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic and all that, but I don't feel famous. And I I like laugh at it, you know. Um, and maybe that's the East Coast in me too, or also because I live with my two brothers, so they keep me very humble. Um, and I also don't get recognized in public barely at all. I think if I don't have a full like lash on and the wigs on, people are like, wow, you have the same name as that pop star. I'm like, mm-hmm. Um, so I don't ever feel like famous or celebrity. I don't get chased by paparazzi. But um, I remember there was a, there's a few moments in your career, like when you're leaving the Fallon Tonight Show or the Today Show and there's paparazzi outside and they're chasing your car. Those are the moments that I never loved. And I was like, I hate this. And it's scary. Right. And it felt like right. you're in a, a movie, but you're in the bad movie. You're in the bad scene. And you're like, oh, no. Um, but well, that's yeah, a good I, level. Yeah. A good level. It's interesting. Some people and look, some people, many people look for it. Many people thrive on it. And then it's funny because I was talking to Lady Antebellum and they were saying that they really liked their level of fame and the way that their lives were in Nashville because they could have normal lives. And I, I if you're a homebody, like it sounds like you yes. are, which I completely am. Yes. And you're not like out at red carpet events, which I never yeah. am unless I have to be. Then you don't know what's going on. You don't know what anyone thinks of you because you never go anywhere to see what people yeah, think of you. Literally. And I, I like put out an album in the beginning of the of the pandemic and like never got to leave my house. So I haven't gone out since and I'm about to put out an album and like the world's coming back to where I like I'd have to travel to New York and do Fallon mm -hmm. and I'm there's a part of me that's absolutely terrified like and there's a part of me also that's like so gone backwards in my career where I feel like I haven't accomplished anything where I went out one time to do uh, a, an appearance and Miley Cyrus was there and my team was like go say hi and I was like no 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 like I don't want to bug right. her they were like Megan you know her. Go say hi. I was like, I don't want to bug her. Like, she doesn't know me. And then I went up to her and like they pushed me out there. And she was lovely and nice and was like, oh, my God. Remember the first time we met? And I was like, wow, she does know me. But I like it's like my confidence got stripped away or anything I achieved. I just blacked out and forgot since the pandemic. And that's funny. Yeah, because that's like about relevance and whether you feel isn't that interesting how like, yeah, you're still as talented as you were, you still have the laurels and the success you've had. But, you know, now you'll go back out. And but it's true. You and that's funny. I relate to you a little bit. There's times when you realize like it's not about you. It's just not about <laughs> you at this time. And then you're going to go out now and make it about you. But I think that that's good because it's like a feast or a famine and you get to then put the pretty makeup on and put the costume yeah. on and go out and like then then you'll go back into your nest. Yeah, I much prefer this life over like like sweet Billie Eilish is can't go outside because, you know, everyone can see her and know that it's her and and it's probably so difficult at her young age to 
want to go to the mall and she can't, you know, and I'm, I'm like at the movie theaters with my bros and nothing happens to me. So I do Ooh. like that level, but I do talk about like, I'm like back when I was famous, like that's like, and people comment and laugh, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, cause like, I'm not doing nothing right now. I'm just on TikTok. <laughs> that, well, you know, you can be very big on <laughs> We're TikTok. We're popping on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's your little, that's your, that's your show for now, which I fully yeah. get. So what about the music? How has the music really changed and how much is the music about the message? I know you talk about, yeah. you, 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 a lot has been written about you and female empowerment, feminist and body image and things like that. So what about the message and the music? How connected are they? Um, Like... I, I just saw with all about that base, with a platform, with a lot of ears, a lot of people are listening. It changed so many lives where all my meet and greets were parents coming up to me saying my kid was suicidal until all about that base came out. So please hug them extra, you know, and I, I that happened so much that it was like my new mission, my new superpower in life to like, OK, not just write songs for me, but write songs for everyone. So anytime I'm writing something that starts for me, I'm like, I want to make this universal so everyone can relate to it and it could change a stranger's life like overseas. You know, I think that's like the coolest thing, the coolest part of our job. And um, so this new album, I had a baby and I was a mama and had a C-section and it was like a lot of like he was in the NICU for a minute and. I got gnarly stretch marks with the C-section scar crossing them. And I already struggled loving my body, obviously. So this is a whole new body. And I'm like, whoa. Um, so there's a lot, lot of emotions going on. And um, my songwriting right off the top was like uh, very emotional, very honest. Like my first song, I said, it's sometimes it's hard being covered in scars. And, um, and it was about loving myself and... Um, but I wanted that to relate to everyone who goes through anything with their body and loving themselves, you know. But yeah, a lot of these songs are, you can hear a lot of myself being a mom. I have a song called Superwoman that's like everyone thinks that I'm perfect and awesome and smiley and happy and everything's great. And they're like, how do you do it? I got mm -hmm. a lot of interviews and I was like, wow, you make me seem like a superwoman, but I, I cry a lot. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. it's not always awesome, you know? I just post the good stuff like everyone else does. So a lot of my songs are about that on this album. And where does the body image, I call it noise, the body the, the, the body noise. I don't know if you have food noise, but like that whole noise, where does that come from? My insecurities from, probably from like, you know how, you hear your parents talk bad about themselves and you kind of learn that. My mom yes. is, my mom knows she's like the worst uh, when it comes to self-love and uh, confidence. And she's, you'll never see her ever because she doesn't take pictures. She avoids the camera at all costs. She doesn't even like hearing her voice. Wow. Yeah, and it's heartbreaking because we all adore her and love her and think she's adorable and so sweet and awesome. But I definitely grew up with her trashing herself and still does. Um, and... And that definitely rubbed off on me. And I'm just learning with my therapist how to rewire my brain so that my future kids don't do that, you know? And it's t difficult. It's like human nature for us to, you know, it's it's very hard to come out and be like, I'm awesome, you know? Well, it's funny because it's true. They say that kids are sponges and they hear everything you say and everything and see everything you do. And it's not, I grew up in a house where there was eating disorders and alcoholism and a lot of stuff and a lot of that stuff that you're talking about. And, um, that's like, 
foul language in my head. There's no, you were good. You were, you, cause you ate, there was, you were good because you didn't eat. You were bad because you ate, you, you feel fat. You look ugly. You look, there's nothing like that. That messaging is so important. I hear mom saying like, oh my God, I, I, I was good. I have to go on a diet tomorrow. I feel like it's just this messaging and these kids, they, I see it. The kids start it too. And it yep. makes me cringe. It's really, so it's really good for you as a mother to realize that because you could break the chain. Yep. And I got, I got a bunch of help for me. I like have, I'm lucky enough to have the resources and, um, uh, the people, the team I built right now, I have a dietitian and a trainer and people who have taught me cause I had gestational diabetes. So immediately I was like dieting while I was pregnant. Um, and I was doing it wrong cause of one dietitian, but I got a new girl and she's incredible. And she, um, showed me that I do like healthy food and showed me that I can crave healthy food and and got a whole, like my life is completely changed forever because of this woman and I'm so grateful and I just want to share that with everyone else um, but she also taught me because she works with so many different clients and I asked her what's your youngest age and do they have eating disorders and she's like I have a 10 year old boy who's oh with God. withholding like the new thing is they just don't eat at all and like they're 10 year olds and they're horrible. boys and it's horrible. So it's it's definitely like almost I feel like it's always getting worse, but it's just still a thing and needs to be addressed. And I wish they taught this shit in school. Like, I know. So bad. So That's bad. So I true. wish I wish they taught you like like I'm, shit I'm learning is like basics. Like you need protein and you need a little bit of carbs and you need vegetables. Like I'm learning basics and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, nobody taught me that if you have a well-balanced meal, you won't be starving later and eat a you whole bag. Craving. Yeah. Well, that's so funny. You would like my book Naturally Thin from 10 years ago because I talk about it's your diet's a bank account. Yes. And if you eat before you go out, people are always like, no, I'm going to save room for dinner. If you spoil your appetite, you should spoil your appetite with something yes. healthy because then when you go out, you're not going to grab at the bread basket. You're not exactly. going to grab the hors d'oeuvre because you're preparing. You're yeah. putting a little gas in the tank. That's what she taught me, like all these awesome tricks that I never knew. Like when you can have pizza and that's my favorite meal and I have it like every two weeks on Fridays, we have pizza Friday and she's like, start with a big salad so that you're, you Volume. go in full. Volume. And you don't go in starving and go, I'm going to eat this entire pizza and then go be sick for the rest of the night, you know? And I'm like, oh, I wish I had these tricks my whole life, you Soup, know? too. Soup. Yeah. If you're eating pasta, order pasta with tons of vegetables, eat the vegetables first, eat the chicken yeah. first. I wrote a whole book about this. It was a massive success 10 years ago, literally. Like, wow. I was nobody and it was five months on the New York Times bestseller list because no one had been talking about the relationship with food. That's what not I wish just, they taught in school. Diet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't food, feel like I'm, yeah. I'm dieting ever. I feel like it's no. my lifestyle now and I just make yeah. better choices because I care about myself. Yeah, you have a good relationship with food. It's not yeah. like you're terrified of it and rebelling against it and binging and all of it. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um, that's a whole world and that's good. And um, so what is the word, what does female empowerment mean to you? Do you feel like you are a woman who is empowering younger women? Do you take that responsibility? Do you think about that? Yeah, I didn't go out there with base being like, I'm going to be an idol and I'm going to help all these. Like, I was like shocked when all these, everyone in the meet and greet was telling me like, she's a new, what you mean? yeah, like what this song means to them. You have no idea. And it took me 45 minutes to write that song, like nothing. And I That's was like, funny. oh, I could do this shit all day long. Like, let's put out every album must have a self-love song. And 
um, multiple of them. And like, I can see it in the crowd and the performances too. I see even the dads, like what I love about my music and like my crowds are that it's like a father with her daughter, his daughter, um, or like grandparents with their kid, their grandkids. And it's like, everyone can relate to these songs and can feel something. That's why like, it's, it, it, it like it frustrates me almost when like a big artist puts out a song that means nothing and you're like, oh man, you had That's a- why I asked. That's yeah. exactly funny. That's why I asked. I was wondering, do you know Sia? Yeah. I mean, I don't know her personally that well. I- I've met her a couple of times. She's very sweet, but yeah. You guys should know each other. I-, I know her very well. She's a very good friend and you guys have a lot of similarities. You would really, really like each other. I love her. If you're very similar people. Like Ugh. I'm listening to everything you're saying and it's shocking. Will you like, tell her to hang out with me? Thanks. I- I'm going to text her to hang out with you a th- thousand yes. percent. She lives in LA, so I'm going to connect you guys. Okay, great. Um, You'll get, I'll get, you'll get my... My people, information, Thank your information. You. I'm gonna connect. She's a wonderful <laughs> person, but she's very uh, sensitive and emotional and yeah, a homebody. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys would have a lot in common. Noise, like a lot of the same stuff. Very interesting. Love it. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But... I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I Be Strong has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Bariqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and Native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. 
Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. So what is it, how has a baby and being married changed your life? And do you feel like you're doing a good job at it? Do you think you're a good partner? Do you feel like you have a successful relationship? And because I always talk about success and relationships and the similarities and differences between success and careers, like what you put yeah. into it and what you get out of it and that kind of thing. I wish more people talked about this, but I know it's like not that relatable too. But um, there is a... a I have the best marriage ever, period. I have the best man. Wow. I like, we're obsessed with each other to a weird level. I don't know if you heard about our toilets. We have two toilets next to each other. We pee together. Oh my um, God. Yes, ma'am. We do everything together and there's no That's limits. And I I was in like, I'm in this mom group and the moms are a little older than me. And when I'm telling them all these things, they're like, <gasps> they're like, I don't fart in front of my man. I'm like, mm, that. Like, it's just different, you know? So my love is different, and I know that, and I'm proud of it. But um, the point, oh, yes, he's an actor. And okay. he had huge success as a child actor. He was in these movies oh. called Spy Kids. Oh, yeah, wait, which kid? Hold on. The main redhead. The main, Oh, yeah. my daughter's going to freak out. Stop yeah, it. Junie Cortez. Oh, uh, we man. watched, I think there were five. I've watched all five <laughs> with my daughter. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to tell Brynn. But okay. what's crazy is like, as he's an adult now, and when we started dating, he still had his gap. And people were like telling him in auditions, he would audition all the time. And they would tell him, we still see like Junie's face. Like we still see that kid. So I, while we were dating, I said, baby, we're going to get you veneers. And I got him new teeth and he got man teeth now. And he's so handsome and so hot, but he still auditions all the time. And it's, it's like the most brutal career out there. And when he gets nose, he just feels like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to speak for him, but I know he's frustrated and like, he wants to be working too while I'm hustling. And right now our dynamic is that he's with the baby all day long and I'm out working all day long. So instead of like old school traditional stuff, it is flipped and we love it and it's great, but I'm sure like it's hard on him sometimes. But um, yeah, it's a, but he champions me and he is my biggest fan. Like it's never weird and uncomfortable. Like I dated a producer once and I right. felt like we were competing. And wow. I, yeah, and I felt like, as a producer, are you trying to work with that artist more than me? Like it was, it was weird, uncomfortable. And Daryl, since day one, has been like front row of my shows and been like, "You're the greatest songwriter there oh. ever was." Like worships, really? Yeah, like worships me and is my number one fan, and it's the greatest thing to have that support. Well, it will be his turn after this. You'll have your burst. Yeah. And then you'll push. He knows. I was like, first. we will be on set, honey. I will be there with the snacks and the baby. And 
Yeah, he knows. So this is your burst and then it will be his burst. You know, yes. people do that. Women move across the country for a man's job and or several years. And then I've seen like, it's my turn now. Like, whatever yeah. it is, it's, you know, so for it's sure. An and, and, and we always say, too, because he still looks so young. He's about to turn 30, but he still looks so young. And, and I'm like, once you like turn into man man you know like and he's like i think in my 40s i'm gonna be thriving i was like yes sir. <laughs> oh i love that that's yeah. so sweet i'm so happy you found love wow thank you do oh. you write about that oh yeah there's a song on my album can i say titles fuck it there's um the last song on my album it's called final breath and it's like literally the notebook in a song it's like um and the words i'll choose for my final breath will be i love you and it talks about like when we're laying there, when we're old and we die together at the same time, one, two, three, go, you know, <laughs> like, oh my God. I, I don't want it any other way. When is this, cal- when is the album coming out? Um, I haven't told anybody when it's coming out. Oh. Am I allowed to say? Okay. My manager. I don't want to say oh. shit, dude. This is the only thing I hate about well, this. Like soon? Like it, this um, summer? Like Not the summer. It'd be oh, okay. like later. <laughs> later. Okay, later. What is Got this it. accent? <laughs> Got it. Tell the manager I said hello. Um, said now, so... You Berkeley, you you got into Berkeley, which is hard to um, get into, isn't it? I went to their music? summer program for two summers in a row, um, and paid and got in there. It's expensive, but we did it. My mother loves me, and then I applied for their college, thinking that would help me get in, and I got in. But you chose to not go. I chose to not go because I already signed a deal. Uh, as a songwriter, and I went in my, with my audition. Like I already have a pub deal. Like this is just my thing on the side. I, and my dad is always a big like go to school, blah 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 blah. But for this, he was like, you might as well just go to work. You know, just go to Nashville and write songs. You're not gonna learn. Like at the summer program at Berkeley, there was a songwriting class, and this teacher told us. Here's how you write a song. You write down all your emotions in a notebook and a journal, and then you take chords and write. And I called my dad in a panic and was like, I don't write songs correctly. And he was like, no, baby girl. Everyone, this is art. You do it your own way. However you do it, you either got it or you don't, and you got it. So then I was like, well, what am I going to learn in school about writing songs? Like, I already got it. So I just went to work. Well, what do you say to to young kids who are graduating high school who will have to take on debt and pay for college themselves. Where do you stand on college? <sighs> oh. Because <laughs> um, oh. I'm mixed. I'm totally mixed. I know. I, I don't know I'm what like, I learned in college. I'm like, yeah, I have a cousin right now graduating college, and she's like, I feel like I learned shit. Like, I learned nothing. I was like, it doesn't matter. You have a piece of paper. You're going to get sick jobs. But, like, she also... No. <laughs> I know. I'm like, also, I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, pump yeah, her up. I know. Um, but it's, it's also like I had a, I'm lucky. I'm very, very few kids where children know what you want to do in life. And I knew at 12, I was like, I will be in the music business. Either I will be a songwriter behind the scenes or one day I'll try to put out my own music. And like, I was like, nothing will stop me. I will do this. Um, so well, that's amazing. And what do you attribute that to? Is that a work ethic from your parents? Is that just I think God so. given inside I think, your body? I think what? my my dad is very hard worker, and my mom. They worked every single day. Um, but um, my dad was like, if you work hard enough at something, if you practice long enough, and you write like five thousand songs, you'll be a great songwriter. And like he he'd be like, come back to me when you have two hundred songs, and I would show him. You know, I just like worked to make him proud and. And and as my reward for Christmas, I would get like here's a programming thing because I a lot of people don't know I produce and I like um, produce out my songs and I write them in my bedroom and then 
I'd take him from there. But so he would get me like a guitar for Christmas or a program and was like, I don't know how to use it, but you could figure it out. So that was kind of like our deal for my whole <laughs> life. And it was the best. And was he music? Did, was there yeah, music my, in your background? My, yeah, my dad had a lot of, he wore a lot of hats. He did a lot of jobs. But one of his jobs was um, the band teacher for Nantucket Island. Oh, so, amazing. Yeah. I just went to my daughter's concert last night. I was thinking about the band teacher. <laughs> like I was thinking about how cute he was and how sweet he was. And right? How nice to give that to the kid. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about last night. It's the best. So, um, and what was weird, because my parents are 20, like 20, 21 years apart in age. So growing up, wow. all, all my friends' parents were my father's students, if that makes that's any crazy. sense. Yeah, so they, I would do sleepovers, and they'd be like, your dad was my band teacher. And I was like, okay. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. So yeah. wait, I mean, you're a band teacher's daughter. You don't think, if he was not a band teacher, you probably wouldn't have gotten into music? I don't know. He was just, he's so musical. He he woke us up playing the keyboard and singing like, good morning, baby, and like played in church. And we were like, Okay, he played the organ in church and we would go there and sing with him and stuff like that. So we were smothered in music. Anyone else in your family musical? Um, my younger brother produces a lot of the songs with me and my older brother writes a lot of the songs with me. But my older brother, like, he has so much ADD and frustration, I think, that when he would pick up an instrument, he'd be like, I quit. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll stick with it. So You're right about kids. I mean, I guess giving the kids, exposing them to to things that you're passionate about. I mean, my daughter just took to art and then you have to nurture that. And she, I mean, I can't know, but this has been going on for eight years where, I mean, she's 12 and she's she's an artist. I mean, she's just got the gift. She's excellent. I mean, I have no idea where it goes, but she is an artist for sure. Like she'll be teaching. She's not supposed to be working, but this summer she said, I want to work. I want structure. So she's going to lead an art wow. camp at my friend's uh, paddle boarding business. Uh, so, so I so love cute. that because- because you're right about kids being lucky when they know what they what they want. And, and I will say, like, the only reason why I'm sitting here today is because my parents, I hear the demos that I wrote. I hear the songs that I performed uh, at 15 years old. I was not good. I was not wow. good. And for some reason, my parents uh, kept me going and, like, I thought I was the best because they loved me so much that they were like, this is amazing. But you and must have had something. You had to, I you had, had to something, think you had something. But if you heard it, you would laugh. Like I was like, you very, so? I was very nasally. I was very like, like not good. And my songs made no sense. They were like love songs about nothing. And I look back and I'm like, why did you continue this? And she was like, you were my baby girl. Like you were so good. And then I got better. And then they started going, is, do we like her because we love her? Or is she actually, does she have something? And they would start like, my mom would start putting my songs up for competitions and they would start winning. And she was like, I knew it. My baby's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, but it's true. But that'll give a kid confidence. Like, yeah, it did. You're good, I was like, I was one a star. Thing, you just gotta get to the next. <laughs> I, it's so funny because I just, I, I wrote a book called Business is Personal and a lot of information about people, like I said, graduating from college. And I say it's a layered career. You just have to do one one thing well. Like just get to the first, get on the first rock. Yeah. And do that. And then so the first rock is you doing it. Your parents saying you're great. Then you actually won something. Now you you think you're actually really good. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, then you layer that into like a, a career of a bunch of different mistakes and wins. You know, yeah. what what mistakes have you made? That's actually a, a question I, I, I want to know. Wow. Well, what do you, what do you, do you, do you have regrets? Do you, do you, have you had any failures that you feel are just straight failures? Or they've all become successes in some lesson. 
Um, I mean, yeah, I've learned everything um, from my career. I, I, My dad is like, you're never good at something unless you put five years into it. So we would always joke every year, like, am I professional yet? Nah. And like even winning the Grammy, it wasn't like five years in. And then I was like, finally five years in after the Grammy. And I was like, I think I know what I'm doing now. But you don't. I don't know. I know like there's a lot of politics in this career and there's a lot of I'm literally dealing with it today. Like we had a single picked for this album and then radio people and other people think it's another song. So now we're going to ah. change everything. And I've done that in the past and it has not worked. And so my listening to the market, you my stomach, my stomach is turning. I, my brother's furious. He's like, we had a plan. Why are we changing it for these people? Who are these people? Why are we listening to radio? And it's still up in the air. And I'm still calling my manager like, is this the right move? So yeah, I never and I'm I'm a big pushover. Like I get that from my mom. And I've always like do whatever they think. That's fine. And you want to make everyone happy. But there I, I've never really stood up for myself as an artist and I've never said like, I believe in this song and, and the songs that I did believe in other people wrote articles of like, this was a mistake. This should have been the single. And I'm like, Oh my God, I said that. So, Stop. so like, you have I'm, to. I've done this with products where the market, the Walmarts, the, the partners are deciding what the product's going to be in a line. And, and the best thing I ever did was a cocktail that, no one even knew existed. It had never existed. It create. It was an invention, but I knew it because you don't wait for them to tell you. They don't know they're gonna like it yet. They don't know it, it exists. I know, right? I'm it's like, how body. can you guys? They they go. This one's a no brainer. I'm like, this one's a slower ballad. Like, what yeah. do you mean this is a no brainer? It's summer, so. <laughs> I, I agree. I think you have to tell them. You'll show them what they like. Like you'll, if you're passionate about it and you push it and you commit to it, it's contagious. That's what. And I think. now, Honestly, now it's know like what they think. Now it's like all TikTok too. So watch me on TikTok, like smothering my song for the world. So I'm in. I'll do a dance to it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Might be so, a slow song. <laughs> so you knew you had it. Do you what 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 um or you had a feeling that you had it? You know, you had a feeling that you had it and. Uh, do you work really hard? Yes, ma'am. Um, I work very hard. The other day I was um, mixing all these songs, running to the studio, listening to the final masters, running upstairs, writing a book that I'm writing about pregnancy. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> and I was like literally fixing chapters. And then I was also picking artwork for the album at the same time. And I looked grungy and exhausted. And my mom's like, I'm really proud of you. And I was like, Thank you. And my kids like on the side with my husband crying and I'm like, well, everyone's okay. And I, it, I take those moments to go like, wow, I'm a badass, like working mom, you know? Right. You're present in being with your family and then you're present in your work and you're not, yeah. you're not guilty about it or you have a little bit of guilt. Oh, I have the most mom shame um, coming up. It's great. It's not great. It sucks. Uh, but it I, sucks. I, I get it. It sucks. Cause um, I listened to Shonda Rhimes or I read Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Book, you know? And she was like, if you're succeeding in the family, then you're failing in the career. And if you're succeeding in the career, you're failing at home. And I was like, fuck that. I don't agree. With I don't that, agree with way. that. I, d I actually was going to say I don't agree with. That. I was like, there's no fucking way. And I no see way. her point sometimes. But like, like you feel like I'm physically not with him, but I don't feel like I'm failing him. I feel like I'm hustling and bustling like I'm getting shit done so that he can have the best life ever with me, you know? And you're not, yeah, but you're not, listen, you can't have a social life and be working out and be tan 
and be working and be a great parent. But I choose sleep, my relationship, my career, and my kid. And like that's all there's room for. Yeah. So if you pick the buckets that you're going to focus on, you know, then I think you can get it done. And you have to be present in each, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be like torn when you're with the kid on the phone about the work and then torn about the kid when you're at the work. Like then then your ass is in 42 places and nobody's happy. You have to like be in the work zone when you're in the work zone, unapologetic, role model, and never apologize to your kids about work or be fully present in the bathtub and not, you know, answering the call. Yeah, work like at, that at, at night, my husband helps me a lot with like, I get bath night every single night. I do the bath and sometimes I get to put him down to, to sleep. Recently during the mixing, I had to run to make sure songs are done. So he'll put him down for bed. But he knows once this album is done today or tomorrow, I think I'm wrapping it up. Finally, I get not I get nighttime again. I get my bedtime. I get to put my kid to bed every single night. Um, and those... that's all about you. The kid doesn't know a thing that's going on. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Daryl, this is my shit. Know. And you took it away from me. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you. It's us. A hundred percent. So what percentage do you think you're lucky and smart? What percentage lucky? What percentage? Smart? Uh, this is a great question. Um, I think I'm very lucky. I think <laughs> I think I work very hard and I have talent. Um, I think I'm very lucky in that I found good people to help me with my career. And then um, I have a problem with my therapist that is she's trying to help me that I don't feel smart at all. And I I uh, I beat myself up about it. Like lately, words have been hard to get out and you can hear me struggling with it. And I feel stupid sometimes and I don't read a lot of books. And I um, at th- from sixth grade through eighth grade, I had allergies to the school and got sent home all the time. So I missed a lot of school then a lot of geography. So I have mm-hmm. no concept of where things are. And I don't either. Sound... I'm pretty smart and I don't read that much either. And I don't know where anything is either. So that does not mean. You're yeah, not smart. it's like silly things like that. Like I in my mom group the other night, they're like, we want to take you to Ohio. And I've never heard this fucking place before. And I was like, Ohio. And and I and they thought they thought I was kidding. And I was like, guys, I've toured in Ohio. I don't want to do a girl's trip there. <laughs> and they died laughing. They were like, oh, my God, Megan. Like, I felt like the young, silly, stupid one. And I was like, I don't know what Ohio is. And it's like this nice place an hour away from here, I guess. Yes. Yes. You should go. It's so, supposed to be amazing. I'm okay. actually going to a place near that very like in a couple of weeks. That's so OK. Fun. So we'll do um, that. Do you have a big strategy or plan or do you just do things that you love that speak to you and just one foot in front of the other? Um, Everything I do, I I like to make a plan. I'm December 22nd. I don't know. I'm the Sagittarius or Capricorn. I'm right on the line. So people are like, it makes sense that you work hard and you like to plan and you have to, you know, like get shit done. So if I'm uh like, like I want to write a book or I want to achieve other things, I I go with my managers and I'm like, let's do this the right way and let's have time. But this album, I kind of got sacked. They told me, you have all the time in the world, right? Take your time. And I did. And then I, sh- I played five songs for the label and they were like, let's go now. And I was like, what? You said I have all the time in the world. And they're like, we need it done this month. And I was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I was like, usually they tell me, like, keep trying. You don't have it yet. They immediately heard these songs and were like, you've never been like this. This is perfect. Let's go. And, and everyone's like, aren't you excited? Like, I am. I was like, I'm, I'm in, excited. I was like, I'm in shock, I think. And I got to get shit done now. So and now we're trying to turn around the impossible. We're trying to do a music video in a week and get it sent in in a week. And I'm like, oh, God, I just wish I had more time. But. 
Yeah. That's good, though, because you'd have mom brain, like mush mom. Yeah. Like mashed pea brain. So yeah. So it's good that you I'm, have like something to be motivated I'm learning about. with my therapist that I have I have no control sometimes and that it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's not everything's It's going to work out. You're yeah. Gonna, no one's going to die. It's going to be good. Yeah, we figured it out. Um, so last question is your rose and your thorn of your career. You're what drinking do you mean? that crazy. I call that like a water purse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it literally, drink, it just needs to be filled with margaritas. But I, drink I die again. over that. Do you finish that every day? Because now every day drink. and then some. No, I'm a big water hoe. All the girls Stop. in the mom group got one of these because of me. Thank you. They're on Amazon. I'm obsessed. I drink it. That's not the giant one, is it? Is it? Really it's a gallon. It's too much. Why? Because oh, you, you know do. why? Because in Not my pregnancy, I, just, I, well, I was always drinking water, but in my pregnancy, I got so thirsty. My skin got so dry and wrecked. And then, um, nowadays, if I don't drink this, I have a headache. I have a headache right now because I'm not even like deep in it. Um, but I, my body craves it at Stop. nighttime before bed after I've drinking all this and then some, and my body goes to bed starving of like, thir- just so thirsty. And do you feel like it's really good for your skin and everything? Does it really My help skin everything? is top fucking notch. Yeah, it's Stop. great. I'm not that bitch, though, that like I drink, I just drink water and weight sheds off me. Like, no, that doesn't matter. Can you please write a song called I'm Not That Bitch? I'm Not That Bitch. I should. Can you That's great. Please write a song called I'm Not That Bitch and just say all the things that you're okay. not. Like, okay, perfect. Just write a song. That's I'm Not such That Bitch. That's a good and title. What, what are you not? You're not the bitch that doesn't do that. Like, I yeah. think you should just write I am a, a not song that called bitch. I'm Not That Bitch. <laughs> That's like my book about pregnancy. It's like, listen, yeah. it is what it is. Here's what, how I it happened. I need you to write a book called I'm Not That Bitch. I mean, a song called I'm Not That Bitch. That bitch. I would everybody yes, be singing it and I can't wait to get credit for it. I love I um, so for it. my rose is like what my favorite thing about my career and my thorn is like the worst. Uh, the rose is the, the highlight of your career. The thing that like it had the most impact or whatever you want to whatever it is. And then the thorn is something that, you know, was not that great. I mean, um, the best part about my career I could say like is winning the best new artist Grammy because it proved to myself as that I am the artist, the face that should be singing my songs because my insecurities thought I wasn't pretty enough to be the pop star. Um, but my real rose in my career is that I'm able to live with my family and support them and have them in my house. Uh, my brothers and my parents every single day. My mom is here. Oh, and nice. a lot of people don't have that luxury and they don't get to see their family except for on Christmas. And my the best part of my career is I need them and they need me. And we... <laughs> Because of my career, they are with me all the time. That's so, so nice. That's beautiful. I've never heard that, and I love that. That's amazing. I'm lucky. I got good family. I'm really That's lucky. Nice. Um, and my thorn, um, I guess, is uh, I don't know, man. There's not really. Uh, you don't have to have one. You, you know what's you know what's really what? pissing me off that I wanted to ask you about. Um, I want four kids. I want a house. What? Yeah, I know. You do? That's not what's pissing me off. What's pissing me off is that in my busy career, there's no like, there's no good time to have a kid. Right. There's no. And I was, I've had crazy baby fever since my kid turned one. I was like, on to the next. Like, let's go. Let's make more. And everyone was like, do it whenever you feel like it. And then as soon as I wanted to start getting pregnant, the, the label was like, we love the music. Let's go, go, go. Music videos, run. We need you in the UK for six weeks in Japan. And I was like, <clears throat> like, I can't be pregnant while doing all this stuff. And so I put it on hold. And I'm uh, like, I'm literally 
not giving life because of my career. And like, when do I decide like, no, I'm going to do it. And my whole team is so supportive and nice. And they're like, you do it whenever you feel like it. But it, it will adjust if God forbid you didn't feel well or you got sick or whatever, like things, everything would adjust. Like, it's just I I got pregnant when I was launching a cocktail. So <laughs> I was in liquor stores pregnant. It's not Shut the best look up. to be hawking alcohol, tequila while you have a giant belly with a. Yeah. But it's just it is what it is. So, yeah. you know, you do what you got to do. Because there's no also gonna... there's also moments in my career that I've had where they are like. I'd be like deathly ill. And they say, if you don't play at this one radio show, they'll never play Megan Trainer ever again on the radio. And I'm like, they're surrounding my bedside and I'm on vocal rest because my throat's bleeding. And they're like, yeah, but if you don't go and lip sync and figure it out, they'll never play your songs again. No. Yeah. To me. Yes, ma'am. You have to create boundaries. So what? Like, I literally, I know. I'm, not Meg- I'm not as big as you, but I, I just, I had to cancel a signing. I, I had too many books booked appearances and you're the only one who's going to turn the faucet off no one else is going to do that and you just you if you try to please everybody you end up pleasing nobody and you'll be miserable and you'll be grouchy and something will happen and you'll be a bitch to somebody because you didn't want to be there yeah. and be, you'll, you'll you'll get you'll get screwed in another way you have to set boundaries you have to do the quality not the quantity and that's it i'm sorry that's literally a ch- part of my book you cannot do everything and you end up doing the things that you do better because you're so excited. But yes. if you do all of it, then you resent the things you are you do. I don't like, want to resent the shit. No, no. Because I'm like, this bad, is my yeah. dream life. I don't want to fucking hate it. <laughs> like, no, because you can be mad at it. And then yeah. you're in a bad mood all the time. And then I've you're like, that. then I'm like, therapist, why am I mad? I have the best life ever, you know? <laughs> yes, I think it's you a should set clear okay. boundaries. You got to push. Pros play hurt. But there's a line and when it bends, it's good. And when it breaks, it's not. So you okay. have to set the... And I said it with my assistant. I said it with my partners. I'm the only one. And I'm like, no, I've said it. And we're not talking about it again. I'm not doing that. Like not, you know, and I'm not lazy, but you're the only one who could set that boundary. Oh, I love that. So See, that's, that's the Massachusetts say. in like hard shit that I'm missing. You know, I never got that. I never got that East Coast like, Boo, except for if I'm in an argument like with my mans. I'm like, I well, win. Call Stop. me anytime. I'll give you the same advice. Okay. Different advice. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. You are wonderful. It's so You're good to wonderful. Meet you. Thank you for uh, having me. I'm I want to connect you with Sia for sure. And I want to get see both of you when I'm in LA. But yes, you're ma'am. so sweet. And I can't wait to listen to the album. I'm excited now. I'll send you something today. I am excited. Yay. Oh, my God. Yay. Okay. Perfect. You tell me if it's um, good. I will not share it on TikTok. <laughs> Please. <laughs> awesome. Well, trouble. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I love you. My whole team is freaking the fuck out that I get to talk to you, too, by the way. Oh, yay. Tell yeah, them I said hello. Dying. Okay. Awesome. I love you. Yay. I love you. Thank you for your time. Love you, too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So that was Megan Trainer. What a doll. So sweet, so open, vulnerable, interesting, pretty, smart, loyal, in a good relationship, struggling, the mom, you know, struggling with work-life balance. It was really, really wonderful. And it was funny because I found myself in the role of giving her advice because, you know, she could be my child effectively, not effectively, factually. So that's crazy and amazing. And I always am shocked when people 
not only know who I am, but are like a fan. I was like, what? So their whole team was freaking out and that made me, that that was awesome. Um, and I just loved it. I think it was wonderful. So such a great interview. And I can't wait for her album to come out. That sounds amazing. And I can't wait to tell Bryn that I met the star of Spy Kids' wife. So that's exciting too. Yay! Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.